Andy Bush and Richie Firth here with another Hometime podcast for you and what a treat this show is. What a treat. I wonder how many people will, because obviously we're going to be off and away over Christmas, I wonder how many people will be listening to these on loop over Christmas in our absence. That'd be good if you do, if you do that. Yeah. And, you know, and maybe you just have a little, go to your own little special place whilst listening to our voices. Let us know. But not in a weird way, just let us know. Uh, during the course of this show, you're going to hear us play finger football, which is a game I was previously unaware of. Mm. Uh, it ended up in Richie's advent calendar. Cloggy says on Twitter, and he's got a really good point. He says, Richie has defender fingers, whereas Bush has striker fingers. <laughs> yeah, it's, but I won. It, I won the game. You did win, but yeah. he's got a point. I don't know how our fingers can look like different positions in a football team, but well, it seems fairness, to be the case. Well, if you, if, let's, let's have a look at our hands right now. You have got more... Maybe more nimble-looking fingers. I've got uh, aristocratic pianist fingers. Yes, where well, I've kind of so got uh, stumpy little things, really. But o- outdoor worker hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> more durable as a finger football defender. Exactly. Well, there you go. It's the podcast. Enjoy. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Hometime on a Wednesday afternoon, midweek mayhem with myself and Richie Firth over there. We are fresh back from our no office office Christmas party. We are fresh back, but I've wow. got to be honest, I'm going to hold my hand up and say I think the show could be difficult for me today because I'm broadcasting on a very, very full stomach. What an amazing meal. It's a fantastic meal. <laughs> but right now, if this was a Sunday lunch, time I'd want to be sat down and have a little snooze. I want to have a snooze in front of a fire. <laughs> Absolutely. Not kind of a crazy outdoor fire or something that I've done myself. I mean like a proper fire in a stately home. A massive thank you to uh, the guys at Fuller's who helped us put on today our no office office party. It was at a pub called uh, the Trinity Bell, just near the Gherkin in London. Absolutely beautiful. What I loved about it, really, really, really old-fashioned pub. And it's one of these old-fashioned buildings that are just dwarfed by all these mega structures around. So it's really special. Lovely. Amazing, amazing to get so many people together who are self-employed um, don't know each other but yeah. there's 20 different strangers but they're, they're all connected in the fact they're self-employed and never get a chance to have a staff party because they work on their own and we had uh, we had such a brilliantly diverse kind of dinner party going on because we had like a dance instructor sat next to a tailor sat next to a plumber opposite a ghostwriter a dog walker an actress a mother of three it was and amazing the food. and the food I mean Sam I Sam for starter I must admit I left the gherkin but that's 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 not what there. is your problem with gherkins you were near the big gherkin I take out if it was at McDonald's, it's nothing to do with Fuller's, all right? Okay, absolute madness. So I enjoyed the salmon. It was my first pigs in blanket of the season. Happy days. Couldn't you just have a like a plate of pigs in blankets? <laughs> yeah, of course, I could. Gravy yeah. all over it. And then I felt well posh. Cheesecake in a goblet. Never had that before. Who do you think I you are? I enjoyed that as well, yeah. <laughs> a little bit special. Uh, although we kind of nearly had a bit of a disaster with the food, and this is what we want to start the kind show with. Kind of nearly? Well, we actually did have a disaster with the food. It's nothing to do with Fuller's. No. Producer Adem. Uh, when we got in there, uh, I thought, this is quite cool. Producer Adem has obviously gone ahead and put a name card for everyone with their food order underneath it. Beautiful attention to detail. Perfect attention yeah. to detail. Because it's great, because all these strangers come in and you can say to them, oh, look, go and find your place over there, and then it just settles them down, doesn't it? Settles Settle- just settles them out, or yeah. so we thought. But unfortunately, producer Adem had got all of the dinner orders wrong. And I don't just mean, oh, he's got mixed a couple of desserts up. He'd got every <laughs> single dinner order wrong. So, uh, and we got a woman in there who's like deathly allergic to garlic. She's not a vampire, but it would have turned out pretty bad. We've got a couple of people who are like dead sir, vegetarians and stuff like that, down to have turkey. Every single person coming back to us and going, excuse me, this isn't what I ordered. <laughs> so we nearly had World War Three before we sat down, but we got there in the end. But it does raise the issue of workplace fails. It seems we're nearly at the end of the year now. Let us know your ultimate workplace fail of 2018. 
Have you had a nightmare this year? 8, 12, 15, get in touch with the show. Song of the night so far. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. Stone Roses on Absolute Radio's Hometime with Andy Bush and Richie Firth. So we put on our no office office party today. Our producer messed up every single food order. Oh. So do please share your greatest workplace fail of 2018. You can text us 81215 or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Come on, have you had a howler this year since we're now, you know, pretty close to starting 2019? Get it off your chest and share it with the group uh, by text in the show. I've just had a brilliant tweet into the show from the people who've been at our no office office Christmas party today. Seven of them are still drinking in the pub. That's just just under half. That's really good. It's really good. Yeah. And what we want for them is, you know, like when you uh, bring your dog to the park and they meet someone else's dog and you want them to be dog friends. Yeah. You want these people to be friends. <laughs> I'll tell you the careers that are still out there drinking. Go on, go on. Self-employed careers. The builder's still drinking there. Uh, we've got the cabbie. He stayed on. The guitar teacher. Uh, we've got plumber still King drinking. Trades. Uh, we've got PR guy still drinking there. Uh, the sign language girl is still drinking there as well. And then the seamstress ah. nursing a pint of Guinness as we speak in that pub. Fantastic. Thank you, Fullers. Uh, if you've had a howler at work, 8, 12, 15, we've got a brilliant track from the Pixies on the way next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Find great gifts whoever you're shopping for. However you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. We're rife for a workplace fail today. We've already had one from our own producer, Adem, who uh, got every single food order wrong for our no, uh, no office office Christmas party. That was just quite... to underline that again, he, he didn't just get a couple of desserts or starters wrong, he got every single part of everybody's food order and wrong. And when there's 20 people there, yeah. you've actually probably, you're more odds on to be able to get one of them right by luck. <laughs> if there's 20 people ordering three things to start a main dessert, he has got... 60 different meals from. And at least all <laughs> at least all 20 of them weren't strangers and they were turning up and nervous and, yeah. uh, and just, you Didn't know, that's the first thing that happened. But anyway, so uh, we'd love to hear about your workplace fails. Uh, Paul in Northampton flew all the way to Madrid uh, from meeting to discover the travel booking team had failed to book him a hotel. So that was a, a really enjoyable work trip, that one. Uh, one of my favourite things, I forgot to mention this of earlier on, was the fact that we were sat on this long table for our no office office Christmas party and you were, I was listening to you chatting to a couple of listeners Right, and you were chatting to this taxi driver guy. Yes, right? yeah, yeah. And your eyes lit up when he said that he drives taxis. And I can't remember what your first sentence was, but you you suggested that you were about to blow the lid off the top of the automobile <laughs> industry. I know what you're talking about now. And it was such an unbelievable <laughs> statement that you made that I had to write it in my phone. It's here. Are you sure you can say this? I can say this because oh. this is what he came out with in the meal. And I literally nearly spat my drink everywhere. He asked this taxi driver, "Do Vauxhall Vectras make you travel sick?" <laughs> Where does this come from? I've been in, I've been in a number of them, and yeah. I've noticed that on, <laughs> on those occasions, I've become travel sick. Is it back, have you had this backed up from anybody else at all? Is this purely a, a survey of one? It's, a, it's a survey of one. Yeah, and I, I was just asking this chat. He didn't agree either, so I think it's just me. Eight twelve fifteen. This is just a side phoner that's going to run for the entirety of this Van Morrison song. Eight twelve fifteen. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Hometime and Absolute Radio, the soundtrack to going home. 
Last knock-ins of the no-repeat guarantee. No songs repeated whilst you're at work. That's Fat Boy Slim. It's all about the numbers today. Yeah. It's uh, it's the third day of Chris Rea's trip home, and it's the tenth day of the Daves. Have I got that right? That's right. We're at Twelve Daves of Christmas. Richie and I <sighs> have embarked on this uh, Christmas musical odyssey like no other, uh, unifying Daves from around the United Kingdom. Isn't it great to see the Dave population alive and well? It really is. Because we you, did worry, didn't we? We, we did. worried. We were worried at the beginning, and one of the special things about yesterday and ninth Dave yesterday was our very own Dave Berry. It was indeed. Uh, and we'll play it actually in a second. When you listen back, what happened is that our very own Dave Berry kind of just merges in with all the rest of the Daves. All the other Daves. He's just a Dave He's like any other. any old Dave. And you know the best thing about it is, because we were concerned about the UK Dave population, in terms of numbers, all of them are getting tagged on their ankle and we were in talks with the BBC Wildlife Unit to yeah. go back and do a special one-year-on programme to see how they flourish. And it's also wonderful to see the UK spread of Daves as well. There's no sort yeah. of like hotspot. They're everywhere. Where have we got Daves from then, Richie? Well, obviously yesterday from Charlton. Yeah. Uh, then we had Wymundham mm-hmm. and Newcastle and Shrewsbury and Ghoul, north of the border in Dundee, in the Midlands in Droitwich, Telford, and in Carefilly. So there you go. We're after Dave number 10, our 10th Dave of Christmas. If that could be you, 8, 12, 15 to text the show. Here's where we're at so far. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me... Dave from Chelsea. Dave from Wymanda. Dave from Newcastle. Dave from Shrewsbury. Dave from Gold. <laughs> Dave from Dundee. Dave from Droitwood. Dave from Telford. And a Dave from Caerphilly. <laughs> oh, good old Dave from Caerphilly. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I feel like you were actually mocking me earlier when I shared about how I've uh, uh, suffered travel sickness in the back of a, a Vauxhall Vectra because the roof sloped. It was a thing that you brought up with one of our winners of the No Office Office Party and it was such an amazing co- uh, conversation <laughs> statement I had to write it in my phone. <laughs> Have you ever got travel sick in a Vauxhall? Vectra. Well, yeah. actually, I've been corrected. The sloping roof is in the insignia... If we're if we're if we're being uh, accurate here, <laughs> right? Uh, and a bloke called Roger has said yes, there is something to do with the sloping roof. It's happened to him as well. So I'm not the only person. Damn! So you've actually got someone to come back in and confirm this. <laughs> yes. You may have ruined my last, Christmas. Last on you now, my friend. That close to wrapping him up on it. I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, right on the way next, we're going to be hearing from Chris Rear, who for hopefully isn't driving a Vauxhall <laughs> insignia and getting uh, travel sick. Uh, it's day three of his driving home for Christmas, and we've got the Absolute Radio nineties next. of gifts for everyone to make Christmas special. However you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. Speaking of Christmas, right, there's one thing that I've never, ever done at Christmas that I kind of maybe feel like I might want to try or should try, and that's tipping a binman. <laughs> I don't mean like tipping one over. I mean giving money to a bin man. I know loads of people who do this, and I have never, ever done it in my life. And in fact, my friend Mel, she tips the binman, the postman, the milkman. Really? And we've talked about this. She thinks I'm out of order for not doing it. 
Uh, well, I, I would I would line up alongside you here because I I, I don't I don't tip a single person at Christmas just because it's Christmas. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's a strange thing, but a quiet tradition for some people. I, I firstly, I don't even know how you would do it because I never actually really see our bin men because they come along and collect the stuff up when I've normally gone to work. Yeah. So what do you do? Leave the money in an envelope for them or something? Or well, what? I guess this is probably where it's actually thinking about it. Double standards on my behalf because when I did a paper round as a kid, <laughs> <laughs> I expect to be tipped at Christmas. What, hung around at the door waiting for that bit extra? No, 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 no. What I would have, would you would you would hope that someone's left like a few bits of coinage in some kind of envelope on the doorstep or something. Really? Like yeah, marked paperboy. See, that would make you feel good though, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because I don't know you, I, I still wish, I wish I got paid in old-fashioned envelope uh, money that you used to get when you used to get your wage packet. Yeah. Brown wage packet with the writing on the front, you could fill a couple of one-pound coins rolling around the bottom yeah. and a roll of notes. So I don't know whether that's the, how people do it for bin men. I just don't know how you would physically do it. But then this kind of opens up, what other things or what other trades or jobs do you tip at Christmas Here's time? Here's a question. Do you think if you do tip the bin men, you're more likely to get extra stuff taken away in the new year? This is it, because obviously we've moved to a new area. I don't know if I've mentioned I live in Leon C now. Have you? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. Oh, right. moved. Um, and I just think, you know, let's try and get off to a good start. It's it's not like you know central London where I live before and no one speaks to each other. Yeah. So maybe they would normally take bin bags that I've not properly put stuff in the right recycling <laughs> box or whatever. <laughs> so look, I just wanted to see, you know, Richie's doesn't do it, not likely to do it. I'm, I'm highly unlikely. Highly to do likely it. to do no, it. Let's just say it, not going to do it. Why? Why are you never going to do it? Why are you never going to do it? I'm just tight. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might try and, I don't know, sweet sugar coat no down. no point dressing it up. I'm getting too old it, for that. It's just too tight. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Ross in Northampton says, I once had a sofa delivered three or four days before Christmas and I tipped the delivery guys 20 quid. Is it like a whole... I mean, I've never done it, Richie's never done it, tipping people at Christmas, bin men, that kind of thing. Is it like the ghost of Christmas future? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if, you're, if you're a Scrooge, then it's going to come back around. Could be, could be. Charlie in Hertfordshire, Richie and Bush, I own a coffee shop. We've given the postman and our regular delivery guy a couple of beers each for Christmas. And we've left our refuse collectors a box of chocolates on top of the bin. Merry Christmas. That's nice, isn't it? Nice. Uh, no name attached to this. I always leave leftover Christmas booze out for the bin men. They usually are thrilled and then take my extra bags that I leave out. This is it. I don't want to get, you know, I want to forge a good relationship yeah. so that we don't have any recycling problems because it's so confusing now, yeah. the recycling thing gets on my nerves. So, uh, 8 to 15 for that. On the way next on this show, Kirsty McCall and then we're going to be hearing from Mr Chris Rear. <laughs> Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. To the two Ebenezers in the studio, I always tip the bin men. It's good for community relationships. I bet you both go to the toilets when it's your round. Andy and Raynham. Hey, it's a good point. I might try that. <laughs> Literally might try that. Chris from Kingston says, Bush and Richie, RE tipping the bin men. I do it, but it makes no difference. They continue to put the bin back jammed into our gateway rather than in the garden. But that's fine. I just leave money in an envelope. I tip the bin men because it's a tough, dirty job and they're generally not appreciated. We've got Lucy on the line. Lucy, what do you reckon? Well, I tip my... I give them chocolates because then they can share them around. Right. So in my porch, I put a bag of chocolates for my milkman. I yep. put a bag of chocolates for my postman. And then I put a big tin on my bins for when my bin men come. 
because I live down a road that is a dead end road in the middle of the countryside and they come in all weathers. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Your porch sounds brilliant. It does, yeah. It's like Land of Delights. Lucy, would you uh, would you ever tip radio presenters? Yeah. <laughs> um, I did have this mad idea last Christmas to order a book <laughs> from a person called Andy Bush. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The Celebs yeah, at Home book. It's, it's, yeah, it is. Probably due next Christmas. It is. It's on the way next Christmas. Yes, that's that's the fun of yeah. crowdfunding, isn't it? Eh? <laughs> I appreciate it's your support. Have, it's quicker to have a baby, isn't it? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Do you know what? I've had one in that time. To be honest with you, <laughs> Lucy, lovely to speak to you. Yeah, it was. There she goes. There she's gone. She's gone out of there. There you go. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, tipping people at Christmas. Yes, yeah, so we should try it, shouldn't we? Yeah, let's give yeah. it a go. We'll give it a go. I'd like to hear the new song for the vaccines. Let's do it. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's uh, an honour and a privilege to uh, go to the phones once again and check in with our celebrity who's driving his way home for Christmas. It's Mr Chris Rear. fellas! There he is. Aye, it's Chris Rear here driving home for Christmas. Halfway through, Chris. Aye, when you do as much driving as I do, you pick up little life hacks to make the journey easier. Right. I've been driving home at Christmas for so long, I always carry a 75 milliliter bottle of Tesco Wool and Delicates hand wash. <laughs> right. Little tip for your canny lad, I simply get to the cars here at these services, I'm going to wash me socks and pants in the sink. partners and I I find if you put the air con on in the car, spread your pants out on the dashboard, they'll soon dry. <laughs> Good Alpine fresh. Alpine fresh, canny lad. <laughs> oh, I have to say, too many of me gunties over the air vents and they have been noticed steam up the window. <laughs> so, on the subjects of clothes, canny lad, I find your little tip, you, you want to be wearing loose clothing so you don't restrict yourself. You get me? Yeah, yeah, put yeah. It this way, put it this way. In me posh polyester suit, you can't get a bit hot cramped and uncomfortable down there in the Gucci area on a heated seat for hours on end. Oh, it's agony, pal. So, if I fancy a kip, I pull over on one of the air roads, I blow up one of those inflatable neck braces. They're an absolute boon, fellas. Brilliant. Oh, they're canny. Well, it's all well and good, but make sure that the car isn't parked in a lover's lane, as I was last week. I say lover's lane. I think you all know that's a euphemism for outdoor love. Right, Flashing yeah. car lights, etc. <laughs> I woke up to find a very flushed but enthusiastic gentleman in a shell suit peering into me side window and squashing something against me wing mirror. Oh! <laughs> Hey, each to their own. Right, Chris. Oh, yes. Aye, oh, aye. And last night, I got very peckish just outside Kettering. And I'm afraid I've got a confession, canny fellas. I stopped at the services at Corby. Yeah. I hate myself for it. But, you know, I've only gone and done an entire packet of cheesy Doritos while oh, I'm driving. It's a long journey. It's a long journey. Aye, well, you know, the cotton steering wheel smells like a mouse's hole now. It's <laughs> 
lad. Let, luckily, would you believe it, I picked up the pop star Shakira just off the A43 near Corby. Unfortunately, she had some scented wipes in her handbag. That, uh, uh, they're taking the edge off the pong. Oh, oh brilliant. That's good, good, good news. Great company, Shakira, but she does like to talk. Oh, God, she can dance. <laughs> In the end, I said, listen, Pat, I'm trying to enjoy Stephen Fry reading Andy McNall's Bravo 2-0 that I downloaded onto me Bluetooth for the journey, and I don't need you gassing and all. <laughs> I'm dropping her off near Bradford. No, seriously, it's too much here, ain't lads. <laughs> she didn't offer a penny for petrol either, and I bought her a Cadbury's Boost at the Esso just outside Leeds. Not a penny. <laughs> Shame on you, Shakira. Shakira, dear oh, me. Anyways, dear. I better go, canny lad. Back as soon as I can, but it's it's top to toe in tailbacks if me wife's listening. Listen, love, keep it simple. <laughs> With the lamb shanks and the, and the oven chips tonight, it's a Viennetta for afters, love. Keep oh. it simple. Keep it simple. Not long, no pet. Back soon. See you later, fellas. See you, Chris. See you, Chris. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Beck says, I thought about t- uh, getting my DPD driver a bottle of wine for all the ASOS parcels he delivers to me. <laughs> but that'd be a bit weird. That's when you know you've got too many deliveries. Like, my other half, Katie, knows the different delivery drivers yeah. by name. Our control. Yes, I can identify with that one as well. Although I won't have too much said about my wife at the moment because she's pulling a blinder uh, with this bespoke advent calendar she has put together for me. Oh, yeah, we were kind of charting the progress of this and then we yeah. went into quite a bad world of kind of pants and I've socks. I've had a lot of pants and socks recently, so it's not felt right to, um, <coughs> to Get actually... quite emotional about it yeah. as well. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, But there has been a development because uh, today I've been able to bring in something that I've pulled out. Have you ever heard of this? Finger football? Never heard of finger football. We have to give this a go. How can a football game be in such a tiny box? It's (laughs) tiny. Bring all the excitement and thrills of a football match inside. With this mini desktop game, you can stage your very own World Cup right on your dining room table or in your office cubicle. Wow. Doesn't say about a radio studio. What's an office cubicle? I guess those horrible sort of like soulless offices with... Like partitions and stuff. Cuba, come and come for a quick chat in my cubicle. <laughs> Get into the game with this kit's football pitch mat, two goalposts, a ball, wow. two pairs of finger football boots, and a 32-page <laughs> book of rules. I mean, I don't think there's going to be that many rules for this. Have a little peer over. I'm not sure you've been able to see. So is this a 32 pages of rules? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I like my board games, man, but that's... <laughs> it must be it's, it's a word of page. It's yeah. not risk, is it? So have a look at these little boots. Wow, it's an actual it's an actual plastic pitch with proper plastic goals. Yeah, and one of the strangest football pitch markings I've ever seen in my life. It's kind of like um, they're missing out the penalty area. Yeah, there's no square for the penalty area, and there's a strange <laughs> dot outside the kind of... I don't even know what that is. I'm not saying this is budget, but it's quite budget. I think an American has had a go at a, at a soccer pitch here. That's what's going on. Listen, straight after the game, uh, straight after the game, straight after the show today, I'm off to Arsenal versus Spurs. So, uh, do you want to have a little go of yeah. finger football with me? We could predict the score, and I'm presuming that these this is the kind of game where you put the little mini football boots on the end of your fingers. Yeah, have the blue ones for Everton. Oh, there we are. I'm going to stick some yellow Arsenal boots. <laughs> well, let's try and predict the Arsenal Spurs score in tonight's game. Let's see how we get on. 
Home Time podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. We're going to be hearing from Dave 10 of our 12 days yeah. of Christmas on this show in the next 15 minutes. If you're into your football, you might want to place a bet on 1-0 to Arsenal tonight for Arsenal versus Spurs. We've just tried to predict the game using finger football, something I got in an advent calendar. Uh, if this is an accurate pres- uh, prediction, it will be 1-0 to Arsenal, yeah. uh, but also one of the goalposts will fall down and uh, the pitch will tear up. Do you know what it reminds me of? <laughs> Do you remember the terrible <laughs> opening ceremony of the... Ni- is it the 1994 American World Cup when Diana yes. Ross... She had to take a penalty, which she missed, and then the goalpost <laughs> split in half and that dry ice came up. It was just like that. And he took a shot, one of his boots flew off his finger. <laughs> it's, it's quite a game, but uh, we enjoyed it for two minutes. Let's see if we've predicted it correctly, and you can see the little video now at Absolute Radio. One of my favourite songs ever, but mainly by the Stereophonics, on the way next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, with a huge range of gifts for everyone to make Christmas special. However you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. Dave from Hull. Yay! Yay! Dave from Hull. 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 Do you drop the H then? Everybody drops the H in Hull. <laughs> I see. <laughs> right, so you're not. I was worried that you might be someone like from deepest, darkest Wales that I've never heard of before. <laughs> but you, you're actually from Hull, but you drop the H. That's correct. Hull. Oh, right. Now, okay. Hull's, Hull's a vibrant place, isn't it, Dave? There's lots going on in Hull. That's right, last year it was City of Culture. Can I tell you the fact that I know about Hull? Go on, okay. go on, this is going to be good. And it only works at the moment, it, it doesn't work a couple of years ago. But Hull is the biggest city in Europe not to have a top-flight football team. That's harsh. That is harsh, Dave, isn't it? it's not meant to me, a it's just a fact. A slap in the face, though, it's isn't it? It's just a fact. I might just, you might just hear, you know, you might just hear beep, 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 beep in a minute. Yeah, we're going to lose the Dave. We cannot lose Dave 10. Uh, Dave, have you got a good singing voice? What's your singing voice like? Is it good? Mm, it has its moments. OK, and then also, what's the noise in the background there, Dave? Is that your indicator? It's because I've stopped like you asked me to. I love that. Do you know what I don't, don't you love the sound of indicators? Yes. There's something about certain indicators that make you feel all cosy. Can you, can you hold your phone near that indicator so I can hear it? One second. His name's Anthony go. Bush, and he's got an indicator fetish. I think I might have an indicator fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Dave, in other news, then, are you going to be our 10th Dave of Christmas? Woohoo! All right, good man. Andy's actually flushed right now. Right, <laughs> let's get on to Let's get on to this. <laughs> OK, Dave, good luck. Here we go. On the 10th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me... Dave from Hull. Dave from Chelsea. Dave from Wymander. Dave from Newcastle. Dave from Shrewsbury. Dave from Gold. Dave from Dundee. Dave from Droitwood. Dave from Telford. And a Dave from Hafferley. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. So, look, I'm aware that the last couple of days of uh, toilet stories, um, well, particularly yesterday, it was um, it was another person who's been to the future and come back. And I know some people have been questioning the authenticity of the stories. 
uh, and the content. So I thought I'd go with something safe today uh, where no one can uh, say, hey, this is dubious. Hey, but John, I've got no problem with time travel. I, I think from here on, let's try and, if we see a time travel story, let's make this show, Home Time, the number one place to go to for time travel updates. I'm glad I've got your support. You on have that. my I support. Just, I, just, I just get a lot of clog from the listenership, that's all. Don't you listen to that lot, <laughs> that mob. Um, this is a wonderful story and it could be useful for your family this Christmas Eve. Uh, the Isle of Wight Weather Centre is devoting all its oh, all its manpower and indeed woman power as well yep. uh, towards Christmas Eve tracking Father Christmas. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Uh, so they've got a website, iwweather.org.uk. OK. And they are putting all their power to, on Christmas Eve, between seven and nine... Right. ...tracking Santa on his journey over the UK and, crucially, obviously, the Isle of Wight. Because if you're a little kid, you know, the thing, you don't want to be chatting to your mum and dad or, or wasting time with that. You want to know exactly when your presents are going to be delivered. That, yes. That's what you're after. That's the info. So they calculated it will actually take three hours to track Father Christmas over the UK and the Isle of Wight on Christmas Eve. OK, fair enough. Um, you can uh, do other things as well on the website, like obviously get the weather for the Isle of Wight, but more pertinently on Christmas Eve, you want to know <laughs> where Santa is. Where is he? What's he doing? Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, iwweather.org.uk. I-, I just love the fact that this this beautiful little island that we all descend to every summer for the festival yep. is also devoting all its knowledge and wherewithal on weather towards Santa Claus on Christmas Eve. Is, he, is there, a, like, a, a landing strip? Is there a, an airport in the Isle of Wight? Do we know this? Uh, I've never flown to the Isle of Wight. Um, obviously, there's a couple of ferry routes, but... <laughs> easier to get the boat, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it Generally is. easier to get the boat. I'm unaware of an airport. However, there. oh, so stupid. We've driven past it every time when we go to do our coverage of the Isle of Wight Festival. You always drive past the helicopter pad. Of course. For all the big wigs. Of course. Maybe Santa will land on there. That's what he does, there yeah. Do go. a little gig and then go off. That w- website one more time. iwweather.org.uk Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. That's it. Another show in the bag. Which means tomorrow we've got a normal show, Friday requests, then it's Christmas. Yes. Right. So that also means tomorrow, penultimate day of Chris Rea's journey home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, it'll be our 11th Dave of Christmas. If you fancy being Dave 11, get in touch before tomorrow's show. Bill Bailey, take us away on keyboards. (laughs) 